0: Hello and welcome to Arbitrary Ramblings, a show where my friends and I attempt to entertain you with random thoughts, facts, opinions, etc. If you enjoy, please make sure to let us know. Without any further ado, let's get right into the content. Hello and welcome back to this episode of the Arbitrary Ramblings podcast. We're coming at you on a Thursday night. I think it's Thursday, right? Yeah, it's a Thursday night. Uh, hanging out, feeling loose, feeling good, ready to have a good conversation. I'm here with Dylan tonight, uh, unfortunately. What to do? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Casey isn't here, but he will be here next episode. Uh, and with that, I think we just can get rolling right into the first topic because, uh, it, you know, coincidentally, coincidentally, there we go, follows, the end of our last episode, and that's the uh, Florida Marlins in the whole COVID densely
1: Yeah, <laughs> COVID density. Didn't, it, it didn't work though. But- um, didn't work.
0: Ha ha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we talked last time, and I believe at what we the number we said was sixteen staff on the Marlins tested positive. Well,
1: well, staff and uh, players.
0: Yeah, staff and players. Uh, as of right now. There is 18, 18 people tested positive, 16 players, and two coaches. And isn't it two players from the Phillies are uh positive now, I believe? And it, I think yeah, it has to players, do with the Marlins.
1: Yeah, they had, they had just got done playing the Marlins. So I, I, I think last episode we said there was three because I only knew of three until today. So we thought three, whether it's training staff or players, and now it ends up being, I think, 16 and then two on the Phillies.
0: Yeah, there's 18 on the Marlins and then two on the Phillies. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, there's something there's something going on there. Again, dude, we talked about this last time. The whole travel aspect of anything right now is just sketchy. Like, by plane, by bus... Like, if you're going outside of your city and interacting with a different environment, with a different, you know, like... Maybe these people have different mindsets. They're going out more. The place is more, quote-unquote, like, polluted with, like, COVID or sickness or whatever. Like, and you're sending these people all over to all these different places, even though that they're, you know, staying, quote-unquote, quarantined and protected. Like, you never know what's going to happen. And actually... I have an article pulled up about the MLB. They're investigating into, let me find the exact quote, a massively disruptive incident that caused the Marlins COVID-19 outbreak because there's obviously something going on there that isn't going on with other MLB teams because they have such a huge and quick spike in cases that obviously there was something that had to have occurred.
1: There had to have been something going on. Yeah, like, Like whether
0: whether or not it was, like, someone being lax on the rules or someone, like, you know, getting past testing and was, you know, just a carrier of it and passed it on to people or, like, I'm not sure exactly how that would have worked, but the MLB is currently investigating and looking into what caused this outbreak that's, you know, I don't want to say more than likely to, but the way it's going, more than likely is going to end the MLB season. Because I don't see them playing this season at least with these teams anymore but then you know the Marlins visited who else recently and then the Phillies are going to be going where else and where do they drive through and where they stop on the way back and like all this other stuff you have to figure out and contact trace it's just a really sketchy time for the sport of baseball I'm sorry to say I was looking forward to you seeing it after the Cardinals and Got, got the cardinal season kicked off and everything, and it, it, it seemed promising. But now, I don't know, man. It, it's looking scary.
1: Well, and we don't really I, – I, the thing for, the thing for me is there's so much testing going on right now for, for these players that it had to have been something that if the whole – like pretty much the whole team. So they can only have 30 people on the roster right now. So if pretty much their whole team has gotten COVID – there's got to be something going... Like, they had to have gone somewhere and, like, on a team dinner and, like, somebody, like, one of the servers had it or there had to have been something that, like, caused this situation. There's no way that they all just randomly came up with it at the same time in terms of, like, how much they got tested.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I There is... There has to be some sort of breach in protocol there, I think. Like, unless someone was let in someone went out like that these people have been i'm not sure exactly but i'm i would assume they've been told like hey since we're traveling and we're playing all these people you can't really be going out and doing things like you got to be staying home or staying at wherever i think they're staying at like the stadiums or at hotels or something like that i'm not sure exactly i'm not a, like,
1: i don't i don't know 100 on that either
0: um, they're not staying at home with their families and traveling because I, I, I that just seems completely idiotic to me. And if they are, like, uh, no shit, that this is going on. But uh, it, getting back to the topic, it has to it had to have been a breach of protocol from someone somewhere that was unfortunately tested positive. Like, I think there was a NBA player who left the bubble because he went to a, a gentleman's club. And uh, they were like, oh, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> you're you're in trouble now. Like, you had to be tested and you're quarantined. And, like, sorry, you can't do anything. Because they're taking – you know, they have a – I don't want to say an easier way of doing it, but – well, it, they do have an easier way of doing it, keeping those players isolated as in keeping them, like, all in the same place and playing at one centered location. But oh. – I don't know. It's sketchy. I don't think it just was chance. I don't think it just happened randomly. I think that there was some sort of like outside factor that the MLB no, is obviously been. noticing
1: too. It had to have been. That's why they're investigating. There had to have been something. Like it doesn't just. It's not happen chance. Like there had to have been something. That's why, like you said, they're launching an investigation into it. And with the NBA player leaving the bubble, it's like how dumb do you have to be? Like you know what's going on. You know why you're there. Like, how dumb do you have to be to leave and go to, well, you said a gentleman's club, but I'm sure it was a strip club, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. It's, it, you're, you're putting so many people at risk, not just yourself. Because you have to interact with all those people who are traveling and interacting with other people who are eventually going to go back to their families and sheesh. Oh, this, this whole COVID thing is, is, is so crazy. I think I I just think about it a lot. It's hard to you know comprehend that it is as serious as it is, and we're not taking the issues as seriously as we are. It 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 just comes yeah. down
1: well, like even at restaurants. Like now, starting tomorrow, we're going back to twenty five percent, and uh, like people have to wear a mask, and that's more than like, I don't know. It's it's more than we've had really since like re- reopening.
0: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, there's no one coming around enforcing that. So, unless the business itself is enforcing that policy, there's going to be more than 25% people in there. Like, they don't have, you know, I don't want to say police would be doing it, but, you know, like, health officials or someone like that monitoring. What
1: I've heard is they're having, um, like, the health department. They're going to send people, like, not, like, investigators, but they're going to send, like, two people up. And if you don't ask them for... Like, if they're not wearing their mask on the way in and you don't have any signage, they can shut you down for two weeks. They can pull your permits and you can be done for two weeks. That's happened to a couple bars in St. Louis already in the city. Whereas, like, if you're not following these guidelines, we're going to shut you down.
0: Well, I shouldn't say good for shutting down, you know, especially if it's a small business because that's just unfortunate. They're trying to make a living and get through this, but, like... I. It all comes, I said this at the very beginning because I heard it from other, you know, educated people on issues. Like, if we just bite the bullet and would have shut down for 30 days, kind of like Italy did, where, like, you know, don't leave your house, don't do anything. Unless you have to, we're going to give you some help. We're going to give you, you know, some, like, we're, you're not going to have to pay your mortgage or whatever for the month and your car or whatever for the month. Or I'm not sure, like, you know, utilities, that's what they can control. Your car is kind of up to you. But, like, just give us some sort of break and give us, you know, that time. And if everybody would have listened and stayed inside, I'm not saying that, you know, we wouldn't have had this outbreak because that's just not something that could be factual it could have definitely could have happened even if we did do a month-long lockdown but the chances would have been way lower like we would ne- we out of it already you know yeah I mean? like the curve would have been flattened and we would have had more time to you know think about you know vac- vaccines and invest in that but no we have to invest in testing and invest in all this other stuff and invest in you know, ventilators and invest in all the stuff that we're trying to save people's lives with Who are dying of this terrible disease And it's, you know, we just, I think the death toll surpassed 150,000 as of today Like, it's just an insane amount of people a 150,000 people it, it, That is, that's more than an NFL stadium will hold like all those people have died, and all those people have families, and all those people, you know, it's like had people that when they went into the hospital, they're like, "All right, I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna come home." And next thing you know, they're burying them with, or not even getting to bury them. You know, they're being shipped away because their bodies yeah, are there's contaminated There's so many that there's nothing COVID. you even do with it.
1: There's yeah. so many that you can. There's nothing you can even do right now. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and, and, and people are just like, you know, I have a breathing problem. I can't wear a mask. Okay, Karen, then get the fuck out of this restaurant. Like, get, <laughs> take your bullshit somewhere else.
1: Like, if you can't wear it in and wear it to the bathroom or, like, whenever you're moving around the restaurant, then you shouldn't be in the restaurant, you know what I mean?
0: Right, like, I totally understand you need to take it off when you eat and when you're at your table. The tables are socially distanced six feet apart or every other table in most places, you know, for that exact reason. So when you sit down and you get situated, you can take your mask off, eat your food, do whatever. And then if you need to get up and go somewhere, put your mask on because you're staying generally within or outside of six feet of other people. Um But that no one, I don't want to say no one, there is a decent amount of people who do listen to it and do follow it. But you know, every day, I see people walk in without masks on, like one out of every four, one out of every five. But then I'm not there for the whole day. So I really don't have a whole I, – I, I leave a, like 20 minutes after we open because I get there seven hours before we open. Um, But it, it I just – people aren't taking it seriously. I think they should. And that is, is what's led to all these issues and what's led to the MLB having issues and what's led to, you know, the NBA having to go to a bubble and all this other stuff where you know countries are getting back like in, on track and getting back in shape. Like there's um, a Christopher Nolan movie coming out soon, uh, but it's titled Tenet And it's being released in foreign countries like beginning of September. I think like September third, if I remember reading, I read the article this morning, uh, because their theaters are open in the United States. Doesn't movie theaters aren't open? I don't think, <laughs> or if they are, I'm not going.
1: No, I don't think they are. Like, there would be too many stuff, like too many things that the movie theater would have to do to keep it going. Like you'd have to wipe down. Like you'd only have like so many people in, you have to wipe down every single time. And that's just not sustainable, I think, for a movie theater.
0: Oh yeah, they even though they charge fifteen bucks a ticket and twenty dollars for a popcorn, they don't have the money to clean the seats. That's just me being nope. mad because I haven't <laughs> gone to the theater in forever, dude. I'm itching to go. I love movies. Yeah, I
1: feel that. Oh my gosh, recently I've been watching a bunch of movies. So I watched Four vs. Ferrari recently, which is freaking awesome. Like it was such a cool story to watch, and to, like li- like I've never like heard that story, so it's pretty cool. And then I also watched this movie called uh Midland, which is about like the battle of Midland and the the middle like right after Pearl Harbor. That was such a sick movie. It was a war movie. And they were midway? all like flat... midway. Sorry. Midway. I don't Mid... yeah, midway. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah,
0: no, you're fine. I was just like, wait, Mid Midland? I think <laughs> because it's in the Pacific, right? With like Japanese and it's yeah, all in it the was, ocean. It was and...
1: really cool. It was really cool. One of my favorite scenes, so like the intelligence, like the code crackers. We're like, well, I, I know you guys want to go here, but this is where we should be. And like, this is what we've cracked. And he was like, well, how sure are you? He's like, well, it's my best guess. He goes, well, how good your best guess? He goes, they're going to come in at seven o'clock from this angle, from this direction. <laughs> and like, sure enough, he was off by of like five minutes, five degrees and like five, uh, I don't whatever. Yeah. Close enough. Just, yeah. Like it was like, how good your best guess? He's like, well, really, I know what the hell I'm talking about, but if you want to question me, then here's what we're going to do. It was such a cool part of the movie, and it's like it shows you how much they really know, like the code crackers. It's such a cool, uh, to me, such a cool thing that was going on during that time.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that movie yet, but I definitely need to. I, I, I've
1: heard good things about it. Oh, it was such a good movie, and it wasn't like oh in 1942 this happened and this. Like, you really felt like you were watching like a movie, and like you kind of were. it was based on true events, but it was it was very much scripted. As this isn't really a historical like. Uh, like, you're not going to learn a bunch of stuff. It's not historically are, accurate. It's, not, it's telling yeah, it's the like story.
0: A but, like, what goes on in the movie isn't, like, exactly what happened in the battle to a T. Like, the D-Day and Saving Private Ryan, <clears throat> even though it's, no, it's not perfect, it could never be perfect. Like, even veterans were, like, that's the closest I think you could ever get to depicting what it would be like on that beach.
1: Yeah, it was so cool. And Nick Jonas is in the movie, and he played a pretty cool part, so... If you guys, if you, I, I saw it on HBO. I'm not sure what other streaming services it's on, but it was it was a really good movie. Since we hopped on the movie train really quick, we, <laughs> yeah, and you, we can't go to movie theaters, so using your streaming so services is, is really key right now.
0: I saw The Irishman in the movie theater. It was like a limited release because it's a Netflix film, but it's a Martin Scorsese movie, and he was like, uh, "I wanted to be in theaters because I'm Martin fucking Scorsese, and that's like what I make movies for." And it was released randomly, and I, like, went to one of the three shows that were in fucking St. Louis, and it was oh, a wild ride. It was so weird, because I'm sitting in a movie theater, it all goes black, and then you hear, thum dum and the Netflix thing pops up on the screen. And I was like, dad, <laughs> yeah, and on movie theater speakers, dude, you think it's loud on your TV? You shook the damn building. <sighs> but yeah, <laughs> off the movie topic again, and back to the whole uh, COVID thing.
1: <laughs> it's just—I've never seen it, but I've heard it's a really, really good movie. Oh, and it's, um, it's, it's a three-hour-long movie, so I have to plan some time to watch it. But and you know, three and a
0: half—like it—it kind of drags on. But dude, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. But uh, yeah, I—I I just hope the MLB—I don't want to say figures stuff out, but I hope that they—they. They, do something soon. Whether or not they're like, all right, we need to postpone the season for a couple weeks, see what's going on, either push the games back or just, you know, buy by weeks. Like we'll just take get rid of these games, yeah, well, and they and won't be a part it, of the I schedule. Don't know. It's, or, it's
1: so hard because if you think about it, like the Phillies and the Marlins will have to shut down for two weeks. So what happens to their schedule when they come back? Do they have to play more games or like how does that gonna work?
0: I mean, dude, they're already talking about doing a bunch of double headers as it is. Like these, those teams are literally gonna be paying, like three games a day
1: <laughs> to catch back up.
0: And fresh off the COVID too. And that's if you know they they get better. Like I'm not trying to like be a pessimist here, but like this disease kills people. And it kills people rather effectively. And even
1: top athletes can get really <clears throat> affected by this.
0: Yeah. like it, it, Nobody is safe from this. There's just some people who are at more risk of, like, getting serious side effects from it. But anybody of any age, of any physical fitness level, you know, can get infected and die from this. And it's it, – it, people just are like, eh, it's whatever. If I get it, I get it. It's COVID. Like, when I, – I think they interviewed – I can't remember if it was at down in like Florida when the beaches like first reopened or if it was like Lake of the Ozarks. They interviewed someone and it was like, well, I've had this vacation planned for like six months. And like, you know, if I'm going to get COVID, I'm going to get COVID, but I'm not canceling this vacation, man. Like it is what it is. And I was just like, um, okay. Well, that's funny. So I was actually,
1: (laughs) I was supposed to leave today to go on a bachelor party like it's was supposed to be this weekend and we had an airbnb booked for florida and i was like there's no way like, i'm like people have to fly in there's too many risks for like for us to have this weekend there's not there's not a good time for us it's not a good time for us to do it and i try, I fought so hard with airbnb it's like look hi, n- numbers are higher than they ever were and blah 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 it's like well sorry we have a strict return policy and you can only get like your deposit back or something it's like what are you serious
0: yeah that's how they make their money
1: And I get that. That's why, like, I fought it, and then after a while, I was like, well, I mean, if I was on the other side, I'd feel the same way, so I can't be too mad.
0: It's not like Airbnb did anything wrong so they're not going to give you your money back. It's just unfortunate circumstances and they always make their fine print. Like, did you read the entire privacy policy when you signed up for Airbnb? You scroll through all those 100 pages of the fine print with little misleading words that are all redundant and spaced out and basically say the same shit for a 100 pages. Like, nobody ever reads that, but that's where they get you because that exact phrase or that exact policy that prevents you from getting all your money back is in that fine print. But, you know, they get away with it with burying it and a bunch of other shit that no one ever wants to read.
1: <laughs> and I, I get it. I mean, I understand, especially big corporations, because I know they're struggling, too. So it's, it's it's hard to think about, but I don't know. That's I got the some thing, of my man. money back anyway, so it's, it's a positive. Like, working
0: so early in the morning and being like by myself awake and functioning for two hours of the day there's a lot of time to just sit and think and like i was thinking that we're taking such a humanity hit right now and an economic hit right now like our like quarterly both quarters this year our gdp has gone down and that is no bueno. And that means we're in a recession. Which is obvious because of what is happening in America right now. But if we don't bite the bullet and, you know, like pull this thing out of our leg in a sense. Like it's just going to sit there and fester and get worse and worse and worse until eventually it's just going to crumble and we're just going to die off. Like it, it, we need to take one extreme... Or the other. And, and, you know, the humane one is locked down. Shut everything down. F- close, in, close the borders. Lock up your house. Stuff is going to go south. It's, it's a lose-lose situation. When that happens, domestic violence goes up. Alcoholism goes up. Or alcohol abuse goes up, I should say. Not everyone who drinks is an alcoholic, but definite True. alcohol abuse goes up. Uh, during quarantine, you know, use of, uh, you know, drugs and porn and all this stuff that is not necessarily the best for your mental health or for your body is literally being pumped into you 24 nine when you're locked in your house under quarantine. And, you know, it brings out the worst in people. People don't like being cooped up. People don't like being locked in their house. Like, why do you think we literally had people out with signs saying sacrifice the week, reopen Tennessee, Like, they just want to get the hell out of their house, man. And I totally understand that cabin fever mindset. But the flip side of that is we keep doing what we're doing. We just let COVID run absolutely rampant through our community. Completely tear us to shreds. We're going to lose hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people to this disease. But we come out on the other end with our economy in less of shambles. Maybe. That's if the population doesn't die off. And, you know, we're able to sort of rebuild after COVID finishes just, you know, bending us over and taking advantage of us. Obviously, the first one is the one that I I would want and the one that probably 99% of sane people would want because, you know, offering to throw your population to the wolves obviously means you've never been, you know, the prey You've always been held at a high esteem and always looked down on other people and never understood what it's like to be the little guy who can't afford to get tested five times a week or stay home. And that's the thing that annoys me, man. A lot of these people who are pissed off about being locked up are the people who can, like, afford to be locked up or who are at least being, like, publicly vocal about it. It's not a lot of, like, you know single mothers or you know people who are just trying to make a living day to day they aren't walking the streets pissed off about being locked up in their house necessarily or not that i've seen it's all people you know who are just feeling their rights are being stepped on and infringed
1: on yeah i get that that's it's yeah such a hard topic and it's something that we've talked about so much that it's it's hard to not get Dude, redundant it, about it, it but it's, it feels like it's I'm just throwing it's, it's up on my back going on. Yeah.
0: But it, again, it it's just getting worse and worse and worse, and it's going to continue to get worse and worse and worse until we decide one, one or the other. Like at this point there's no way of winning against this. Like like it's, it's a lose-lose. We're going to take it up the ass either way, no matter how we end up solving this COVID thing. But we got to figure something out soon. We got to figure you gotta out. got to get something going, yeah. Yeah, otherwise, you know, 2021 is going to be the same as 2020. Like, we're not going to be able to do shit all of 2021. Like, we can't... Like, places are putting travel bans on the U.S. Normally, the U.S. is the one who puts travel bans on other countries for, you know, crazy-ass reasons. But it feels good weird to be the opposite end of it you know like if you wanted to go to canada right now sorry you're from the u.s turn around bud hey Yep. like you know just if you have if you're coming from the united states and even if you are like a canadian citizen and you're in the united states nope sorry like you're in with the fishes now oh, but sorry bud oh sorry sorry bud. about it <laughs> but like you know, that you, hopefully we'll see you in a few months Try and survive. Hopefully, hopefully. Don't eat All bats. Right, so,
1: I think that's enough COVID for today. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening, unless you can hear my mic. Like, keep muting and unmuting. There's like a lot of background noise today for me, so I'm trying to like limit what it sounds like on the actual podcast. So, if you can hear that, I'm sorry. I don't think you can, but if you can, it's my bad. But I'm trying to give you guys the best quality. So, hearing one button click compared to a bunch of background noises, I think better. I so, haven't
0: heard much of it just to, yeah you know, i don't, I don't think you can you but out. i
1: think i think audacity opens it up every now and then so we'll see we'll we'll see if we hear it or not but i don't think we will so kind of transitioning to what we wanted to do next so we've been on our facebook every now and then we'll post like what do you guys want us to talk about like what is something that like you guys want to hear on the podcast today and so we've we posted a few of those out we don't we get a few comments every now and then but you know it's something that i, I want to get going to building that community and that like relationship would be something important but um so one from like about a week ago, Casey shared. These are both off Casey, so Casey, your friends are active, so that's pretty cool. But so uh, Daylon, I don't know, how, I don't, I know Daylen. I'm gonna pronounce that wrong. Dalan, sorry, I knew that. I, I was saying that in my head. I don't know why I said the other one. Sorry, I pronounced your name wrong. If you're listening, but he says he wants us to talk about uh, what we thought life was gonna be like before you graduated high school versus how it actually is, and moments that made you realize maybe adulthood is or isn't how you thought it was gonna be. And he's looking to be on the show. So once this COVID stuff kind of ramps down, we'll love to have some more guests on. But right now it just doesn't seem possible. So I'll give you some time to think about that really quick. So the question was like what we thought high school was going to be like life after high school is going to be like when we were in high school, like before we graduated and what we, what it is now and if it's the same or different.
0: It Dude, do, I don't, I don't even know how to put it into words. Like, I was such a different person senior year of high school. Like I was graduating high school with the mentality that I was going to Lindenwood for pre-med and to play water polo. And at the end of first semester, after having a bunch of F's, I realized that that wasn't going to work out. So I'm like, okay, I'm switching this to psychology. And then that didn't work out. And I was like, uh, what now? And then I literally went back to the same exact life that I said I wasn't going to be a part of, and I've like never been happier. So, so what, did,
1: so what did you think life was going to be like after you graduated when you were in high school? Like just to start off.
0: Like after I graduated college, when I was in high school. No. Just so, what did, you, what
1: did you think life was going to be like before you graduated high school, and then what is it now?
0: I, I thought I was going to go to four year. I thought I was going to do the you know go and stay there. And I was gonna, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, get my degree, uh, bachelor's, and whatever degree. Probably in high school, I was thinking I was gonna uh, get it in like pre med or, you know, something along those lines. I was thinking psychology as well, but that wasn't my number one pick. And, you know, then I was gonna try and find the job around here. That was like my mentality senior year. And then. Like I said, with stuff not working out, I ended up going back to working in restaurants. So, you know, the reality of the situation was that that school and everything didn't work out. But even though it didn't work out, I feel like I'm totally better off now. And I'm learning so much more about, like, myself and who I am and what I truly want to do in life and not what I'm trying to, like, force myself to do. You know, well, what yeah, I mean? like I, in I high think- school... I think oh, your freshman
1: okay. year experience too really helped shape like, like you had a, you had a big moment, like you had a big year, pretty much of like Dude. who you are and like Holy everything shit. you see, like the way you see your life. And I think that's one thing that like a lot of people that I know of don't really feel. So it's it's cool that you kind of just talked about that really quick.
0: Yeah, and I mean that that's it, it's a I want to eventually open up about it because I had brought it up a lot, but it's just a super personal. And like crazy intense topic, like it was, it was like rock bottom, like literally as close to rock bottom as I think like I could ever get. It it's a hard thing to not only talk about, but talk about publicly. So like, I do eventually want to bring it up and like not go into crazy detail, but you know, like everybody, like we go through experiences and Like, I think it would be funny, you know, someone who was hanging out with me junior senior year and they think I'm like an asshole or I did something to somebody, like one of their friends, and they think I'm just this awful person. And then they would listen to, like, you know, what came from it and what I ended up coming out the other end. Like, you know, I got to have rain to make a rainbow. You know, I'm not, I'm nowhere close to the, I'm nowhere close to the rainbow, but I've been through the storm and I've been through the rain. And it's like, that's what I, I was, that's what was happening in high school. And I was stuck in this dark cloud of just, like, not even know. I didn't even know what I was doing, right? Like I was just trying to conform and figure out what to do so I could fit in with society and, like, make a living for myself. And I was like, oh, that seems cool. I'll try that. that ma- that'll make me money. Why not? Like, I had no real idea of what I truly wanted to do. It was just trying to, like, fit a mold and trying to, like, you know, be someone I wasn't in a sense.
1: Yeah, I get that. that's, that's a huge burden to carry too. Oh yeah.
0: And that, that, that's what ended up like all the weight from carrying that for so long kind of came crashing down. But then, you know, on the flip side, like in high school, I thought I was going to, you know, be in my junior year of, or going into my junior year of college right now. But instead I'm, you know, a supervisor, pit master, head cook. Like all those are technically the same thing. Like, or those are synonyms for what my job title is at, you know, a successful barbecue restaurant. And I'm, you know, doing pretty good for myself and I'm mentally doing like pretty good as far as like routines and keeping myself like, You know, like on the straight and narrow and being nice to people (laughs) and not treating people like dog shit, which was like, you know, not my total policy when I was in high school. Uh, And, you know, I just feel generally better about who I am, but it's the total polar opposite of where I thought I was going to be, which is why I, I thought that's a really cool question. I was thinking about that. So, so it's I think not really where you thought sometimes. you're going to be,
1: but you're happy where you're at. Is what you're kind of saying? Yeah,
0: it's the total opposite of where I thought I was going to be. When I went off to Lindenwood, I was like, I am never stepping foot in a kitchen again. And now I'm like, you know, I'm, a, I'm the pitmaster. I'm the I'm the head honcho of the barbecue at a super successful barbecue place. And it, I'm working in a kitchen, 40 hours a week, and I love every single minute of it. It's the complete opposite of what I thought was going to happen. But again, that goes back to the person I was back then is not someone I enjoyed, and not someone I liked. And like I, am glad I sort of shed that skin and I realized who I was. And I was like, you know what? Working in the kitchen is fun, at least for now. Like, no, I don't think I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. But you know, for being 20 years old, going uh, like part time to community college here soon, trying to get my feet on the ground and become. A conscious adult like I feel really good about where I am and it is not even close to where I thought I was going to be when I was walking across that stage at graduation
1: true you can't plan for the unplanable. you know what I mean oh yeah I found Excuse that out the hard you. way yeah I mean I guess well high school I graduated in 2015 so if we're talking about that I have to really really think back almost going back to my childhood it feels like now but uh there, I, I knew I was going to college and I, I did that. I finished college. But I, I would say what I thought my life was going to be like before I graduated college and what it is now is not what I thought it was going to be. Because I graduated with my education degree and I'm still looking for a job. So hopefully that turns up soon. But I did not think, like, where I'm at now, I'm working two jobs, I'm doing a lot of stuff. I am moved out of my parents' house. I didn't, like, that was never in my pa- plan. I was like, I'm going to stay at my parents' house. I'm going to do a bunch of stuff here. I'm going to save a bunch of money and then I'm going to move out and be on my own and be sufficient. And I, I am, like I have enough money to do what I'm doing, but that's not where I thought I was going to be. But I think like looking for like where I want to be like here, like at this point next year, I want to have like, I'm going to be making big boy money. You know what I mean? So like, I still work a lot of hours and I'm not making like n- nearly what like somebody makes like a nine to five job. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm putting in a lot of work and it's not like, I, I, like there's nowhere I'm going right now, if you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I totally understand. Until I get that, that teaching job, but like, there's not like nothing I'm doing. For, I feel like is benefiting me, which is kind of like something I want. Like with the next, it will lead into the next question. But I think what I thought my life was gonna be like after high school is I was gonna go to school, I was gonna graduate, and then I was gonna get a job, and then I was gonna work that job for the next thirty years. You know what I mean? And so far, that's not necessarily what's happened. Like I took an extra semester at school, and then. I mean, I'm still looking for a job, but graduating in the fall is kind of hard for a teaching career. So, and also
0: what is going on with COVID, it's not necessarily the best time to get a job with teaching.
1: Not the best job to be looking for a job, and specifically a teaching job too. So, yeah, there's a lot of random stuff going on that, like I said, plan for the unplanned. Because no one would think that we'd have a pandemic, but here we are. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man, that was a really good question.
0: I mean, I I don't think about that all the time, but that's definitely something I look back on. And I look back on that person I was, you know, and just think about kind of what I thought my path was going to be and laugh at myself. I'm like, dude, I was such an ignorant asshole. Like, there's no way.
1: (laughs) I I guess one positive, like, the way that you just talked about yourself, I feel like I'm pretty much the same kid as what I was when I was in high school. Like, I'm pretty much, like, carefree, like, easygoing like care about like who's around me and what they're doing. You know what I mean? I feel like I've pretty much stayed the same. Like I've, I've definitely had some experiences at school and I've learned, I guess the biggest thing I've learned in terms of like friendships and relationships is don't put a bunch of time into someone's not going to put time into you. And it's like, it's something so hard to like figure out, but it's, it's such, it feels so freeing after you figure that out.
0: That you have no idea that I've put so much time and effort and energy to people who have literally just tossed me into the trash can and It hurts. Like to this day, it hurts. And like
1: when you're going through stuff, like you shouldn't like, like say like something comes up and like, well, why should you do this? And blah, blah, blah. And explain your thing. It's like, you shouldn't be here to harsh me and like bring me down and like talk down to me. It's like, you should be here to counsel and be with me and be like, all right, like I understand that's not your normal way. Like, let's talk about this and get this stuff kind of figured out. And I think I've broken off a lot of those, not necessarily toxic, but I'm going to say toxic for the sake of saying toxic um, with types of relationships, which is, I think is something that like high school me didn't do. I was friends with everybody. Uh, I spent like time trying to reach out to everybody and have this huge friend group. And I really, I learned the importance of quality versus quantity. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Like, I know, uh, you look, I, I look at my life and I have a pretty good set of like pretty close friends. Like once I graduated high school, I probably had three like really, really close friends that I would consider like my best friends. And that was, like, my friend group. Like, I didn't have, like, a 40-person friend group like some people have. And that's just, it was hard for me to get past it. Like, that was, like, what should be normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, like, in a weird spot
0: at school to where I was, like, super friendly with everybody. But I wasn't necessarily friends with everybody. Like, when I saw people in the hallway, they'd be like, hey, Joe. And I'd be like, Hey and just keep walking and we wouldn't what stop up, and have a conversation yeah. or we wouldn't hang out after school nothing
1: deeper than that or
0: yeah but like n- they no one they didn't hate me or like they didn't you know not talk to me or whatever or if i was sitting at the the lunch table and like a couple people came and sat with us that like i didn't necessarily be i wasn't necessarily super close friends with and could just spark up a conversation you know we'd be like hey what's up or whatever like i was friendly with everyone but i only you know really hung out with like i probably i don't know, it would take me a minute to think of the exact amount of people but i could probably count on my hands the amount of people i hung out with on a weekly basis
1: me i was one of them yeah of yeah school with you yeah <laughs>
0: But I could probably, you know, count on one, maybe two hands, the amount of people that that was. And I put a lot of, you know, trust and love into those people. And it, a lot of it, you know, has paid off. And I'm still friends with those people to this day.
1: Yeah. And I think I think that's a good place to kind of wrap this, this uh, question up, at least, even though it kind of went off like how life is now. But if I could go back to my high school self and be like, if you're younger than us, and you're listening to this, like if we reach a younger audience, or if you're older, and you have a bunch of friends and random stuff, like really, really look into who's like, who you have those deeper conversations with. Like at school, you don't really get into it. But like, it's the people you hang with around the bonfire, and you go out and hang out with on the weekend, like whether it's just sitting in the basement and hanging out, like it doesn't always have to be like going out and doing stuff. The people that you have the best conversations with, and the ones that you get deeper with, and like, you guys sit there and actually talk about important stuff. And Stuff that's going on around you are the ones that are still going to be with you today. And I think that's like looking at my friend groups now, my friends, I should say now, that's those are the people that in high school I was having those conversations with and like really getting into those deep talks with.
0: Yeah, me too. It definitely. It, don't like just cut people out of your life for the sake of being like thinking yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. going to be bad for you. Like you you got to be able to talk to people, but you got to have your guard up, you know? And you got to make sure that the people you do divulge like personal shit to and the people that you talk to and have close to you in your life are truly there to help you out because like when you find out that they aren't and they turn their back on you, like, bro, it's not it's not a good feeling at all and it you got to it it can mess with you a lot. And you got to keep your guard up on that. And uh You know, if you meet genuine people, you'll know it
1: too. That's the, that's the good part about it. True that. That's, that's a big, that's a good way to wrap that one up. I didn't really think about like when I was graduating, like where my friends are going to be. And I think if I thought about that more, it could have helped me plan my path along too, if that makes sense. But I guess going to the next one. So, I mean, we all know Fabian and he's been in and around our podcasts and streams and whatever we do. But, um, he asked like, what's been weighing on you right now? Like what's been something that's been like weighing on your mind. And I think that's, that's a good question. Cause I've been, I've been, I work two jobs, but my mind never shuts off. Like I'm always thinking and I'm always like trying to like plan for like what's going on. it's I got a lot going on. So I'll let you go first. And then, and if you want me to go first, I'm fine too. Okay, I mean, uh, if you can go first, you probably should. Cause I need a second to think about it. Okay. So like I was talking about in the last one, like working these two jobs, like, they're not jobs I want to do for the rest of my life. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious because they're not, like, long-term jobs, really. It's more of, like, that in-between phase. But I'm, like, really, really struggling with because, like, I just had my Clayton interview. I'm still waiting to hear back. But if it's been this long, I don't think I'm going to get it. So I'm in that, like, hard place of, well, it's almost a school year now. So if I don't get a teaching job, am I going to work these two jobs and just stay busy all the time during this time? Or do I really, like, I really want to devote myself to streaming and, like, really give that a try? I know it's not going to be a lot of money up front, but it's, it could like turn into pretty much a career, honestly, and this podcast too, this podcast too, and so like I've really been like mentally debating on what I want to do like for at least the next like five years and just really give, give it a go, and I don't, I I, want to do teaching because obviously I went to school and I want to do that because that's why I went to school was to get that degree. But like just the way things have planned out this year is like, is it a good chance to jump on something i wanted to do for a while anyways? And that's like I don't know. That's like that's something I debate literally all the time. Like when I see it at work, I'm like, do I really want to do this for the next year if I don't find a teaching job? Both jobs. I'm like, do I really want to do this? And even then I'm debating if I want to cut back one now so I have more free time and more time to do stuff, even though I won't be making as much money. But I have more time to like hang out with friends or play Xbox or just hang out. You know what I mean?
0: oh yeah well, i i totally get that because i used to have absolutely zero free time and now i have a ton because of my schedule i work eight hours a day and i'm off at noon like and i come home and i'm home from twelve thirty one 31 so i gotta go to bed at like 9 or 10 and that's all free time like, i can do whatever i choose to work on the podcast play video games take a nap listen to music like literally whatever and it, it, it's it's nice to have that much free time you got to sacrifice, you know, you got to go to bed and get up early. But if you get used to it, it's not that big of a deal. But getting that free time back is definitely a a good thing. But yeah, also having I mean too much of it, to... is, it, it is, yeah. can, can be a problem. Do you have any some, questions some about instances. what I
1: said? Something that could expand, expand that side of the conversation?
0: Uh, I mean, not right off the top of my head. Uh, so with your, or here, like with your kitchen job, so like we talked about this before where like if someone, a line cook calls in sick, like you may be like, God damn it, this dude isn't coming in, but, uh, we just call the next one. Right. And it, it, it almost, it's not like you're expendable, but you're just like the next one in line type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And d- is there a motivation to get a different job just because of that feeling? Or is it more because of, like, the pay and, like you said, you don't have necessarily as much free time? Like, if you got a better 9 to 5, kind of like Casey has. Like, he's a a maintenance at an apartment complex. Like, I'm not sure if groundskeeper is his title, but, like, he goes into apartments and works on stuff and uh, does all that. And he works literally 9 to 5 Monday through Friday. Like, would you trade what you have now for that? And then you know that may even you could still look for a teaching job you know, us uh, along with it. But I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to exactly no, I, say. I get
1: your question. Like, is it? Is right, it you may be making of...
0: more. You may make more money right now with your two jobs, like separate jobs. But would you take a little bit less for a better schedule and more free time and more time to kind of kick back and work on like your stream or your podcast? That was pre- that's kind of what I wanted that question to
1: turn out to, instead of a two minute rant. Well, there's so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes into this decision because like the construction I kind of worked on the side anyways. Like I'm only working like 15 hours there, and I work half days most days so I can go to the bar after. And so like that job is like I feel loyal because it's like my friend's cousin, and I got this job to help him out and stuff. But like when I'm there, like we're not doing stuff like they need the third person. So like I, I I'm thinking about having a conversation of. Well, you want to just be able to like have me on call because I'm already in payroll and already did all this stuff. You just want to be able to have me on call for when you're doing those jobs or you're pouring concrete or you need the extra hand or like that type of stuff, like be able to just come in and work like the specific amount of hours whenever they need me or two, do I go in and say, Hey, I want to work 40 hours a week and I want to have a set schedule because I think the biggest thing, I mean, for the bar, I have a set schedule, but it changes. I work two days. Three nights, like random day, like it's just like it's always so random, so it's hard to plan around. So like I'm, I'm debating on do I just go to one of the jobs and say, hey, I want 40 hours, and I want to work because at the bar, it's that de- technically work mornings and just work until four and be done and have work 40 hours and then the five weekdays. But then I gave up my Friday and Saturday, which is where all the money is for cooks. And so like, there's so much going on, and now I'm learning to bartend, so I don't want to get rid of the village, but I don't want to cut hours. So then they'll be like, well, then you can't do this. And there's so much promise. So it's like, I don't, I'm so torn between the decision. I have no idea. Like there's so much going on and I want to stream. And so it's like, I I have to, like, I have to do something if I want to have time to stream. And it's just, I'm struggling so hard with the dude, because I know right now we podcast on Tuesday, Thursdays, which is like my nights off technically. But so it's like, do I just stream after this? Or I don't know. There's so much that goes into that decision.
0: Yeah, like you said, yeah, you have no free time, and that's what you need more of to get into the streaming and all that stuff. Like you need to have time to invest and put content out, and like I don't know, I don't want to like give you like any literal no, advice. Just I, if speaking you, like if if you the shoes. Behind. It just like if I was in your shoes, because this is what I did when I was at Sugarfire before I actually got sort of that like promotion to the pitmaster role. I was looking at other places, kind of like Casey's, not like his type of job, but, you know, a more nine to five Monday through Friday. I work there for a while. I get some raises. I'll eventually get, you know, the manager and I'll do that. That'll work up the corporate ladder and blah, blah, blah. And the whole time, if I want to, I can still go back to school and do all this. And I was like, you know. That's a pretty good path. And then the whole COVID thing happened and I ended up working by myself and then people ended up leaving and I was literally the only person there. And then I was basically forced into the role that I am now, even though it's what I wanted in the first place. But w- without that, I don't think I would still be there or I'd be on my last leg. You know, I'd be looking somewhere else. Yeah. And unless, you know, you get, you know, like you said, you go to one of them and you're like, Hey, I want to work full time. I want 40 hours a week at this amount of money because I need to make this much to, you know, keep up with this and pursue what I want to do. And this is what I want my schedule to be and see if they work with you. And like, if they tell you no, like you you, you can tell them to fuck off and go find another job. <laughs> Like there's well, so and, many places and that's an, I felt so tied down to past jobs before. Like I wouldn't like, they call me in on my day off and, I'd be like, Ugh, and like crawl into work cause I don't want to be there or even like just being burnt out and forcing myself to constantly go in before finally putting my foot down and saying, look, dude, I can't come. I'm not coming in. Like I just need a day off. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose my mind. I need one day off. And then you're like, all right, fine. And then they give you the day off. Like you, it, it, once you've learned, and not necessarily stand up for yourself, but like you, like just talk to them and say, "Hey, this is what I need. This is what I want. And if you can't accommodate, I need to find someone who will." And that's a well, totally and, professional business conversation yeah, to have.
1: True, true. Well, and the big thing too is like at the village, I work five days, but I barely get the thirty six hours unless I stay after. Like there's like I'm barely getting to like not even close to forty, and it's like I don't understand. I don't know. It's it's such a hard decision to me, but it's I got to find somewhere where I'm making decent money. Like I make I make good money kind of but I need to find somewhere where I can either make something that either makes more than both like I can make the same as what I'm doing for both jobs and just work 40 hours and it's like it's like finding that opportunity, but that's what I was hoping this teaching stuff would work out, but so far it's looking like it's going to be a, a year off for me, but it's yeah, it's just unfortunate
0: know. timing on that. Really, like, don't let that get you down too much, you know. With if you if COVID wasn't a thing, yeah, I, I'd totally believe that you'd have your foot in the door somewhere. You'd be getting something, but they're, literally, they're probably only bringing back teachers they need. Like most stuff is online. How are you gonna do online PE? Yep. What are the PE yep. teachers doing? Like, they're only keeping, like, essential personnel, you know? And, I mean, I you would, you're would special education, so you'd probably be considered among those. But they're, most places aren't looking to hire new people right now unless they, like, need it to fill the role. Like, someone moved or lost their job or, you know, like, sorry they got sick or something and they can't come to work. Like, they just need some. That's the only way you'd find a job right now. Yep. And even well, then, it would almost be like you're forced into a spot. Like, you have to fill this role, like, if you like it or not. And it wouldn't True. be like the it best be what time I want. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not well, a good
1: time for that. And especially with the streaming stuff. Like, I want to, I want to talk about this in a full episode, but I'm going to kind of mention it. I want to do like, I'm not going to, I don't know what I'm going to call it. It might just be like the streamer's challenge or something, or I don't know. I'd have to do something with my name or something. But um, I want to do where I stream every day for like, say, three months. Like, every day. Like, that's what, almost 90 days, 90 something days, depending on what months I do. And whether it's just going to be like I can only pop on for an hour or I can only do because I think one thing for me, it's so easy to just not stream. Like, I want to do it. And then I get home and you sit home, and I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do it. Like, it's just, it feels like too much. It's work. exactly
0: I, me. Like, I want to build a Twitch yeah. stream and I want to get a community on Twitch because I think it would be awesome. Like, I love playing games and I love talking to people. And it would be awesome to have an audience watching me, interacting with me. And of course, we're trying to, you know, build the podcast and build conversations and stuff like that. And it would be an awesome platform to do that with. But,. I get home and I I get home from work. I'm like, I have eight hours of free time. I can stream for as long as I want, whenever I want. And I go, I'm gonna stream in an hour. I'm gonna wait another hour. I'm gonna wait another hour. I'll wait It'll another six hour. six o'clock. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna wait till I'm gonna wait till six, and then six rolls around. Well, I'm gonna eat first, and then I'll get on. You know, and then finally eight o'clock rolls around. I'm like, oh, it's too late. If I start now, I can only stream for an hour. Then I have to go to bed, so I can't start now. I guess I just oh I'm not streaming today, shit, and that's yep. exactly what yep. I do because I'm just like nervous.
1: Well, and I, and it, it's already it's, too
0: late, but I like don't want to put my face yeah. out there as much. You know, like, <laughs> that's I don't want. It's
1: gonna if you're streaming. Yeah, you got oh, to get the face on there Cause that's what makes it personable. People seeing you.
0: But I, yeah but like I don't know You know like Who Swagger Souls is Like he puts the mask on And shit And he has like a helmet And as long as you're funny You can you can go without a face cam like, true, If I, I stream VR I feel like that'd be funny enough Dude VR is just so easy To be funny with Like I was playing I just got a uh, Oculus Rift S And it Totally worth the investment Like it is so much fun I'm already a Beat Saber God <laughs> I got a full combo On a song on Expert Oh, just trying Savage. to flex, just trying to flex real quick. Yeah. Not, no, no big deal or anything. Savage. Not Savage. like I, I have too much free time on my hands. Not trying to show that off, but uh, <laughs> it, it's just it's yeah. so funny, and I feel like that'd be a really cool like thing to you know create content with. But anyway, back to the whole streaming yeah. thing. That's totally so, a, a thing you could pursue. But again, you need more free time. And you need to talk true, to your people true. and be like, "Hey, I got. You don't have to say it's you're streaming, but like, I have other commitments that I'm." tied to and I need time to do it I and mean, you don't have to say shit about streaming but you bring True. that up and well, then, and then you can I work have with time you or
1: I have not like a lot of time but I have time that I could do it but it, like I said it's so easy to get like oh, I'm just not going to do it because I'd rather sit down here and watch YouTube for four hours or whatever you know what I mean but right. so I think the reason I wanted to do this challenge is because one it would make my it would make me stay accountable like I, I have to stream today because I have to check it off the list too would make it give my community to be like, oh, they'd be texting me like, hey, you gonna be on today? Like, what's going on? Are you gonna be streaming? Like, what are you streaming? And I think like having that, like, cause streaming for me is so like personal. Not, I don't know how to explain it, but like, there's no one like, there's no boss telling you, oh, you gotta be on at this time, and you gotta be doing this, or there's nobody like until you sign your contract. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean, but like, there's no real accountability. Like, even like I've said for a while, like. Like, if even just me and you text you, like, all right, when are you streaming this week? What days? What time? Like, that kind of stuff. And held each other accountable for doing it. I think I'd be more more consistent with it. But right now, like, there's no one, like, like, I've been off for, like, almost a month now. And no one's been like, hey, what's up? You're okay? Like, I have a good community. And they're there whenever I stream. But it's like, there's no, like, there's no accountability right now for me, at least. Like, I don't feel horrible for not streaming. I do, but I don't at the same time, if you know what I mean. But yeah, I,
0: think, I, totally, I totally understand. But you you also got to think about it from like the financial thing. Like you got you got subs. Like, are all those people true. resubbing you even though you're not streaming? True.
1: Like I don't that, know. I haven't. I literally haven't checked, so I have no idea. But so yeah. the last like the last thing I want to say about this challenge, and then you can talk about what's on your mind because yeah, I, mind I just realized
0: I haven't even talked about that yet. Yeah, but no, so
1: do. uh, it's fine. The one thing I really want to see, too, is if I do this for three months, that's a good length of time to see if, like, it's even worth, like, not worth pursuing, but, like, if it's even worth, like, putting a bunch of time into, if you know what I mean. Like, if I'm not, if the money's not there, there's no reason for me to quit jobs and, like, move into this. But if I see enough growth and I see the potential there, then I, I think that I could somehow swing it where even if I don't, like, I'm, I might cut hours... Well, I'm going to cut hours if it works out well, but I might cut one job and only work, like, some hours at this bar or whatever. But start moving it more towards, like, what I'm doing. Like, like we're getting to the point where, like, the podcast is g- gaining traction. And my, my stream was really, like, my stream was really starting to take off whenever I stopped streaming, yeah, which is kind of funny. you were getting good numbers. But uh, I think this three months would really give me a good view of, like, what I could expect. And if it's if it's good enough, I, I, I really want... I, I haven't said this to really anybody, but that's really what I want to try out. Like, that's, I think that's why I've been showing so hard, because I don't, like, talk to people about it, and, like, I don't want to let my parents down and stuff, but I, I would really want to try it out, honestly, so we'll see, we'll see how it goes.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, huh, I think I'll finally get started on my little side of this, as long as... That was
1: your kind of closing yeah, thoughts. Yeah, that was that was my closing thoughts. You're up, you're up, yeah. big guy. What's what's been weighing on your mind, Joe? It, yeah, dude,
0: dude. I don't know. There's a lot. Probably the big thing is like I'm trying to break a lot of bad habits, and I'm also just trying to like get my head right on my shoulders. Like I just feel like a lot of my like f- days and stuff has been led by emotion and swung by like just stuff that I go through. And, like I've just been on autopilot, you know? Like I don't I haven't feel like I've really like
1: Yeah been well, that's, that's consciously how feel.
0: trying to like d- get shit done. Like when I go to work, I just get to work, do what I need to do and leave. Like either I, I don't think about specials I can cook up or like I don't get creative and, you know, try and do different things with the meats and you know? like I try and like Do the ribs a different way every day, or try and just do something a little bit different, see if I can put my own little twist on something. Like, I just, I I do the bare minimum, get out, get the fuck out of there, and like as soon as I can, come home, play video games, sit in my basement, come upstairs to eat, and go to the bathroom when that's like it, and then I go to sleep. And like, I'm just trying to break out of that habit and like get out and go do something because it's just such a negative cycle that you know i'm just like stuck in it happens a lot
1: yeah it's to lots of people
0: it's like you know you just get stuck in this like loop of like and i just i just feel tired and i don't sleep good and shit and like i'm just trying to you know get get things back on track and trying to uh you know become like a not like a good person, but you're constantly striving to be the person that I wanna be. Like I, I'm happy when I look in the mirror, but I could be happier, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to like get to that point. And it's a it's a daily thing.
1: Yeah. I mean I feel especially with like like not like I don't I don't wanna jump on like three years, but kind of like working those two jobs, like I just kinda of like live, like I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like, I wake up, I go to this trap, I go home, shower, go to the next job, go home, sleep. And it's just like, it's just like my life's I, on repeat right now. It's kind of like and I think about, a, the Truman show. I think
0: about big, like conscious shit. Like I think about like, why are we here? And like, we've had conversations about this. Like, um, I, I, I know for a fact that there, when when you look at your wall, you're not looking at your wall. There's so much more there. You just can't perceive it. The human mind, like the, the way you see things is your brain interprets an image that is transferred from your eyes through your ocular nerve into your brain that's then inverted, that's then processed, and then displayed to you. Like, you're telling me that that is exactly what you're seeing in front of you? No. That's just ridiculous. Like, we are literally on this big ball that's made out of rock that has a ball of liquid rock in the middle of it. It's covered with life. We're the only planet that can sustain that life in our solar system. And we're this whole entire solar system that's full of all these different planets. that's full of different gases and cosmic imbalances and huge, massive hurricanes 10 million times the size of the earth. is orbiting around a big ball of gas that's burning that's eventually just going to blow up and kill us all one day. And then that is not even one grain of, or not like, not, not even a grain of sand, like a millionth of a grain of sand, in compared to the grand scheme of things. And that's what's on my mind, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get down that road.
1: But There's so I much just going sit,
0: on, yeah. Yeah, I just sit and think, man. And we're just so small, and we're so like. I don't want to say unimportant, but like in the grand scheme of things, bro, like our life does not necessarily matter to the fate of the universe. And I try and have that mentality in my daily life to where like, you know, I don't necessarily need to worry as much as I do, you know, like, even though I want to have an impact on my world and I want to have an impact on the people that I'm around I don't necessarily need to focus on being this big, bold person that's going to live on forever. Because even if I live on forever on Earth, Earth isn't going to live forever. You know? Like, Earth is eventually going to, you know, poof, and go up. And then, again, in the grand scheme of things, like, the most famous person ever on Earth means nothing once you get out of the atmosphere. Nothing. And there's so much more than just our planet. I think it's it's so self-centered, to try and just think that well, like the Earth is it, or like the Earth is all we need to worry about, or like, Earth is all we need to think about. Like no, the Earth is related to literally everything else. And just uh, can you tell I think about this a lot? Like it just yeah. rattles around yeah, in my it brain. Yeah, definitely wasn't
1: something you just made up. Five five five
0: five thirty in the morning. Like dude, I think about this all the time, and it just I try and like, I just try and be the best that I can for the people that I'm around because you know it doesn't necessarily it it doesn't really matter in the long run, but it matters right now. And what matters right now is what, you know, makes you happy and what gets you through this life and gets you on to whatever you believe happens after this life. And if you're not happy there you know, you don't there's no purpose of being here. I
1: think. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't thought about that insane, but yeah. I agree yeah. with you.
0: a lot a lot of shit that's a lot of shit on my mind because i just have a lot of time to think like i said my schedule's weird i spend a lot of my days like not alone like i talk to people on the phone or like on snapchat and text or whatever but i don't interact with a lot of people outside of like work or outside of video games i just have a lot of time to really sort through my own head and try and like figure out the fucking world and the universe and everything (laughs) <laughs> if anyone's listened this long I'm super happy and proud of you I, 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 I really am glad that you enjoy my ramblings about the universe and the fucking grand scheme of things and how small we are I love you thank you
1: <laughs> I mean but kind of a big topic yeah. to end it on but I mean it was, yeah it was a good wrap up honestly <laughs> yeah how much man, we struggle yeah. and how much we deal with and at the all, like, at the end it's like it's not that big you of a deal do you, what you feel like it's gonna make the biggest impact what makes you happy and keep going you know what i mean
0: yeah like you being alive and carrying on a good positive vibe and trying to help the people around you is what's going to make you last and what's going to carry on you know your spirit and your energy after you're gone it's not about having money it's not about having followers it's not about you know having people scream your name whenever you walk out in public It's about, you know, making sure that the people you care about and people you're close with are happy and are smiling on a daily basis. You know, even if it's not because of you, you're just there for them to make sure that shit's going okay. And, you know, even though I don't have that many people like that, the people that are in my life like that, it's it's awesome. I truly appreciate all of them. And they're super important. I wouldn't be here without them. Facts.
1: That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that that's that that's a good one that. to end that, it on. That, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I speak Californian. It's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> totally. hundred <laughs> <No, laughs> percent. Yeah,
1: that's a good. That's a good wrap up right there. Yeah.
0: I, I, do you have anything else, Don? Do you want to add on to that little last statement no. whatsoever?
1: No, that was good. <laughs> a lot of stuff weighing you down, you know.
0: Yeah, dude. I, but again, like I'm, I'm cruising. I'm, I'm doing my thing. Life. Well, out, life outside of what's rattling around in my brain and philosophical questions, you know, it's going good. Shit's going well for me. I'm could, I, i the happiest I've been in a while, that's for sure. But, uh, that's all you
1: can ask for. That's, that's what's important. Yeah, man.
0: I'm going uh, to wrap this one up if that's cool with you.
1: Send her off, baby. Send her off. <laughs>
0: Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Arbitrary Ramblings Podcast. As you heard, we answered questions that were on our Facebook page, and we are more than happy to answer all of your questions. So comment, let us know, send us a direct message. If if you have Email a question us. or you want something you want us to talk about, you know, let us know. We're more than happy to take input from anybody, all the fans. We would love to build a relationship And talk to you guys and, uh, you know, make this an enjoyable experience for you all. Because I know when I talk to, you know, a streamer and they respond to me, it makes me feel good. We want to provide that same thing for you. So thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to listen to us on Spotify. I have updated our SoundCloud. So uh, most of our recent episodes on Spotify are on there besides one, which is going to be on there soon, I promise. And uh, we're going to be continuing to upload to Spotify and all that good stuff. Keep checking us out. Keep listening. The numbers are going up. We appreciate it. We love you all. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.
1: Goodbye. Alright, if you stuck around this long, the word for this this episode is Inception. So like it, comment it, share it, use it however you want to. Thank you guys for listening so long and thanks for all the support. See you guys next time.